Welcome to the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. We help put social media to work for your church. Social media is your opportunity to engage your community all week long, reach new people, and start new conversations. Every week, we'll bring you a dose of practical, tactical, skill-building training as we talk to communicators, church leaders, and members of our team. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session. Well, welcome to today's Lunch and Learn. As you know, we have a series of Lunch and Learn episodes where we are inviting communication specialists from all across the country. I guess we can say all across the world, all across the World Wide Web to be with us and share some insights, practical tips and insights for church communications today. Um, I have my good friends um, dressed in orange properly as usual. Uh, DJ Chuang is in the house. Welcome, DJ. Hello, Kenny. So great to connect with you on Facebook Live. Yes, uh, we're recording this on Facebook Live. It is a part of our Lunch and Learn series for Church Butler. Um, and we're making this a podcast series so that people can learn on the go wherever they might be. We want to make um, knowledge from experts and wisdoms for people like you, DJ, accessible as much as possible. So today I want to come on because you you have many hats, but uh, one of the roles that you are serving uh, recently is with American Bible Society. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that role? Well, I've been with the Dot Bible Project for about three years now, and Dot Bible is the new digital neighborhood that is becoming the trusted online source for all things Bible. And essentially, it is a digital space, internet websites, and web addresses that end in .bible. So the internet has expanded to a thousand new extensions. Things like, instead of the world just being .com and .org and .net, there are now a thousand new categories that help to organize all the information that's on the internet. Things like .church, .live, .tv, um, the newest ones include .golf, and certainly .bible, .network, .app is coming, .blog just launched in November. And so the internet is beginning to get organized, and it's going to make it easier for people to get to destinations without those long URLs and slashes. Oh, definitely. So it's uh, And you can be very intentional, I guess, by using the domain name with the actual application of the content and the experience that you provide, right? So American Bible Society actually took over. It's what's the, I don't know what the language is. Help me with it. You are the official registrar for dot Bible. Is that the registry operator? Registry operator. The main industry and the people that set this up is a, is a nonprofit organization called internet corporation. And they love things that are alliterated with the word register something. So there's registries, and there's registrars, and there's registrants, and there's registrars, something, 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 something. <laughs> so, um, so we're talking about that Bible domain name. So basically, people can now, today, it's live, um, go onto the website and then register a brand new website with, instead of a .com, it's a .bible. Um, That's right. So, um, one of the things that you're advocating is that churches and ministry organizations really explore taking on another domain name, and there's many different, obviously, uses for it. Um, I'd love to go through some suggestions so that people's creativity get inspired here today. But first of all, just let's talk about the argument for proliferation of more than one website for a church. 
Is that wise? Is that something that, you know, is there a hurdle? Talk, talk, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of fear about having more than one uh, domain name or more than website. So let me just address the concerns there because uh, a lot of uh, domain equity is placed on a search engine based on a specific domain name. And so there's a tendency for people to want to aggregate and put all of their content under one domain name, you know, leave out the subdomains, but to put everything under one domain name in the hopes that that, that will raise a uh, church's or a content provider's um, search engine ranking. However, Google is very savvy and it's constantly changing the algorithm for what gets top ranking on a search keyword. And so I think where things are headed now is direct content that specifically addresses a direct search. It's no longer just domain name and brand equity per se, although there's still a, a lot of value there, but it's beginning to de be dispersed that you are, uh, even your church website, you will, be, you will be able to see in your Google Analytics that a lot of traffic is coming through side doors and not the front door. Right. And so those side doors are the opportunities not just to reach people that are looking for specific content. Let's say people are looking for mental health. They don't come through the front door. They might be coming through a side door because you have a celebrate ministry, celebrate recovery ministry in a specific locality. And then with the domain names, those are the best uh, ways to make a call to action for people that want to share a URL. Uh, to a specific video or to a specific ministry or a specific action and you want to put it on a bus ad or you want to put it in a uh, tweet that you want to make it very accessible, very meaningful, and very easy for people to get to the web destinations. Now, and I know... The uh, brand new learning. So this is hot off the press. This is hot off the press. And I know there's one thing, there's one behavior that you'll poke me on one on one that... Um, when I pursue using TinyURL or Bitly or any of the other URL, non-branded URL shortcut uh, services out there, tell us a little bit about why that's not necessarily the best strategic move overall. Well, it, it takes no strategy to just create a Bitly link. You go to bitly.com or, bit or bit.ly until Trump changes the... Um, the regulations on using foreign uh, extensions or something like that, which actually is um, a genuine uh, potential concern. Right. That uh, if he if Trump is concerned about foreign uh, foreigners coming through immigration and refugees, he may very well be concerned about foreign web servers controlling part of the internet that we yes use and so much. is Libya right? Most people don't know Bingo. that. Libya and Libya is one of the top seven uh, countries that are in the travel ban that's you know being going back and so forth. And, you're yeah. advocating, hey, stay on brand. The domain URL, which is featured in so much of our communications today, you're in in almost most call to actions. There's an opportunity to feature your URL of some sort, and you're saying, hey, why not pick up a .dot bible domain name, even if you are using it solely for URL shortcuts, right? That's one of those case well, when, uses. When you you want to use shortcut URLs when it makes sense. So you have Bible-related content. Having the word Bible is a very strong, 
I mean, the word Bible is such a strong, engaging, emotional kind of thing. And when it comes to branding and marketing, it's all about engaging that emotional aspect of who we are. Yeah. And then when uh, we are bombarded with so many brand brand messages and tweets and social updates, every little piece of brand impression you can make, even in front of the slash on a URL, every little impression is something you want to make the most of. Definitely. And so uh, why, why lose opportunity when we can gain it? Sure. Is what I'm saying. So um, let's talk about some other use cases because shortcut URLs are not the only reason you should be picking up another domain name, right? There's many other um, tons of tons of really good use cases. What's another good idea that let's inspire the creativity of the people watching today? Well, I'm looking at use cases that are uh, broadly applicable for most of our churches. Okay, so shortcut URLs are phenomenal for uh, directing people to Bible-related content uh, connected to your church. So if, um, if you're doing a Bible reading campaign and you want to direct people to the very passage that matches the translation that your pastor is using, boy, right now you've got to go through, I don't know how many clicks and how many search engines <laughs> to find that Bible passage. Make it easier for you people. KennyJang.Bible slash today goes right to today's reading. Yeah, I would, actually, I think that's a great case, right? So people um, in, the, in the church that I was in this past Sunday, there were no pew Bibles. Everyone is using their phones to read their Bible. There's a couple handful of people who actually have a you know, actual hard copy Bible. But um, people are looking it up and they're trying to thumb through to get to the place um, and looking up, you know, if they don't use version or some other Bible app, they're going to Google. And so um, I think that's a great great potential use where you might say, hey, your church.bible on any given week, all you need to do is condition people to bookmark that or just go to that. It's very easy. You don't need to remember the scripture anchor text reference at all. And that could just literally go to all the Bible references that you're going to use for that Sunday's preaching, right? That That's a, that's yeah. a very simple and practical way to use .bible. Yeah, and actually that's the biggest use case I, I could think of. So what I just mentioned in terms of kennyjang.bible slash Today, yes. that's more of, hey, let's read along the Bible with Kenny Jane because he loves reading the Bible. And right. I want to read, read with Kenny. I don't want to read a dead plan. I want to read with him today. Yes. <laughs> and and but, if you really want to. Sunday morning, the use case on Sunday morning, yourchurch.bible, hey, the pastor stands up and gets everybody on the same page instantly on the devices that they're already carrying. Hey, um, uh, Join with me today for today's Bible reading by opening your device to yourchurch.bible. Boom. They're there. If you're using a Bible app, that's great. That domain gets you to the Bible app to install. If you already have it installed, boom, it gets you to the passage for the reading of today. I mean, it's that streamlined. It's that clean. It's that powerful. Plus, it reinforces your brand. So it draws affinity that people already have for the Bible connects it with the affinity they have with your church and you're building your community as well as being Bible centric. I mean, it's just so powerful. So um, what, what's another, let's talk about some other ways that we can use that Bible because that's not the only way um, that people use that domain. Well, the other way that I'm beginning to see quite a bit of is Bible reading campaigns that churches are uh, doing in order to have their whole congregation read along with a certain Bible plan. 
instead of having a long URL that's hard to remember, hard to share, uh, to direct people to that um, Bible reading campaign, a church can be using yourchurch.bible as the reading campaign landing page or a shortcut to that landing page. Yep. Uh, that sounds great. And then there, there are other enterprising ways. You've got a bunch of marquee partners that are coming out of the gate utilizing Dot Bible. Um, next week in particular is actually the NRB Conference, National Religious Broadcasters, Broadcasters Conference, the largest Christian media gathering, I guess, in the country. Um, and the American Bible Society will be there. I'll be there too, um, helping American Bible Society promote Dot Bible. Um, there's a bunch of other organizations that have taken up the helm of using Dot Bible in different ways. Uh, why don't you share with us one or two of your favorites or um, some well, of One of our biggest partners. partners is Uversion, and they have the most popular uh, Bible app in the world. I think with uh, over 120 million installs, yeah. if I remember right. That number keeps changing, so I have to keep updating it in my head. But uh, they, they're a partner, and they're using free.bible as the fastest, easiest way to share the Bible app. See how clean that is? And so as these new domain names become the call to action, people just, it just becomes a part of how we navigate the Internet. Uh, right. Another partner that's been very uh, important as part of our advisory council is Greek Orthodox. Uh, Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America, and they're using the domain GreekOrthodox.Bible. And can you imagine what's there? It's the Greek Orthodox Bible. <laughs> and then yourself, you're one of our greatest promoter in terms of innovation at Insta.Bible. So I'll let you speak to what that's all about. Yeah, so yeah, we, we, we launched, launched Insta.Bible, and, and I'm really happy to be at NRB to provide more exposure for the resource. It, it started um, it, because we were talking about how this next generation is utilizing social more and more. We're not using the hard copy Bible anymore. And then in terms of behavior, a stat that caught my eye is that something like 81% of millennials, millennial Christians, have actually shared an explicit Bible verse um, on their social networks with their friends over the last year. So the younger people are not afraid of church. They're not afraid of religion or religiosity. But it, what, what it is is that they speak a different language. And instead of text, it's visual, right? We know that everything is going toward images and videos. So we're getting away from the text. Um, and so Insta.Bible is really trying to help become a resource for that. There's over 33,000 verses in the Bible. We're going to – it's an audacious project, but one by one we are literally going through – and we're representing every single verse in Scripture visually as a social media quote card, and we're getting into video snippets as well, um, so that people can actually share Bible art and these text over uh, images of Scripture on their social media networks. It's free. Uh, anyone can download and utilize it on their own personal networks, on church uh, sites themselves. Uh, we just want to make sure that the Bible is accessible and people can share it visually. Yeah, oh, and uh, I just remembered that hot off the press. I need another phrase for this because hot off the press is such an antiquated <laughs> idiom from the 16th century. We need something for the 21st century. If you have an idea, uh, your listeners, if they could come in and help us out here. But Fresh Out of the Gate is a new domain name that just launched named uh, lookinside.bible. Ooh. 
and it contains a coalition of Bible-related partners that are sharing uh, compelling content for a skeptical audience and generation that is based on the top 100 Google searches with questions people have about the Bible. So look inside wow. .bible, check it out, share it with your friends. So is that a, a apologetics type of site, basically? Apologetics without being so apologetically. Yeah. Yeah. Not, the, not your mama's apologetic site, right? <laughs> there you go. That's actually a very good tagline. Uh, something that's culturally engaging and not offensive, basically. I think that's the yeah. that's the gist of that site. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So these are amazing ways to utilize that Bible as we proliferate again. I think you're right that the notion is we're getting away from aggregation and we're going to a model of direct. Um, it's almost like long, giving life to the long tail of content. Um, and uh, this is something that is um, another tool in the communicator's toolbox for churches and ministries out there. Um, how do people specifically find out more information about the Dot Bible domain name and actually sign up to register for one? Yeah, everything that uh, we are gathering together about the Dot Bible space is at the website, get.bible. Gotcha. So there's no extra dots after that. It's get.bible. And I'm hoping your show notes will just have one, one click and you go there. You don't have to fumble with how to type in stuff. And do you really want people that just don't understand that there's more than dot coms on the Internet? I'm not sure that that's an easy generation to be working with. We want to move forward with where the Internet is currently, where it's going in the future to really reach this next generation that is inherently digital. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, DJ, thank you for spending some time with us today for our Lunch and Learn. Um, it's really interesting that organizations like American Bible Society are still trying to innovate and figure out how to become culturally relevant and engage even in this digital world. So hats off to you for getting this project off the ground and to the point where it's live and people are actually using it. Well, I'm very privileged and honored to get to work with such an innovative organization in its third century of yes. innovating and getting yes. the word of God into the hands of people. So you are known to be very generous um, and uh, to be very accessible. If someone wanted to get in touch with you today after listening to this conversation, uh, what's the best way to do that? Is there a dot Bible-ish way to do it? Yes, I just set up a new email address, DJ Chuang at Get that Bible. Gotcha. Nice oh, and simple. There it is. You got a nice little uh, footer. <laughs> so, um, DJ Chuang at get.bible. And um, thank you so much for being with us today. Hopefully, we'll have some um, interesting conversations here at Church Butler to figure out other use cases and see um, how new church uh, examples are coming out of the gate utilizing the domain name. So, um, thank you so much again, DJ. And thank you, everybody, here for being with us for today's Lunch and Learn. Let us know in the comments what you think about this whole series and some ideas for topics for future conversations. We want to make this one of the most practical spaces and times that you're going to share with you for church communications. Thanks so much. I'm Kenny Jang. Catch you next time here at Church Butler. If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share resources like today's Lunch and Learn with more church communicators across the country. The best way for you to help is to thumb up this episode and leave some feedback on iTunes. It really makes a difference. And for more information on our online training platform, 
and done-for-you social media graphics services, visit our website at www.butler.church.